Have you ever wondered what unicorns eat for breakfast? Or maybe what they use to keep their skin looking so flawless? Well, even if I don't know these answers, I can tell you something equally as interesting and unicorn related. Over 20% of all unicorn startups are using HubSpot, and for good reason. HubSpot's all-in-one platform levels up your sales, software, and support so you can grow beyond your wildest dreams, boosting leads and ramping sales along the way. They even have a constantly evolving collection of resources to help startups scale. Plus, with the HubSpot for Startups program, you can save up to 90% off your first year. I'll admit it does sound a little too good to be true. But unlike that majestic and also incredibly fictitious unicorn, HubSpot for startups is all real. To see if you're eligible to save on HubSpot and take your growth to new heights, visit HubSpot.com startups. What's going on, everyone? It's Friday, April 7th. I'm Zachary Crockett here with Juliet Bennett-Ryla, and you are listening to The Hustle Daily Show. So as you may have noticed, France has been in the news a lot lately. You've probably seen that the country is embroiled in protests over raising their retirement age and screwing with pensions. But there's something else going on over there that's not getting as much attention. Today, Juliet is going to talk us through a proposed bill that would really crack down on French influencers. And if it passes, it could mean no more fake airbrushed Instagram photos and some other things. But before we get into that, let's talk about what else is going on in the world of business and tech. Some Twitter blue news. The latest is that Twitter blue subscribers will now see half as many ads as the rest of us. That's Twitter's latest effort to try to attract people to that service. India is soon going to get its first Apple store. The retailer is set to open in Mumbai, and Apple's investment in India is on the rise. Last year saw a 65% increase in the number of iPhones made and shipped from the country. Whoever is making investments for Girl Scouts USA is living up to the Be Prepared motto. The organization recently reported about $62 million in real estate assets in 2022. Most of those properties are located in New York. Top Ramen and Cup of Noodles maker Nissan reported that sales are up 41% year-over-year in Q4 2022. The company has introduced healthier, lower-sodium offerings, and it recently dropped a line of breakfast flavors, which is probably helping those numbers. Some minor league baseball news. Recently, minor league baseball players had a $185 million settlement with Major League Baseball in this class action minimum wage lawsuit. They just followed that up with another big win. Their minimum salaries are going to see big jumps this year. AAA players are going to go from making $17,500 to $36,000. Rookie league players are now going to earn about $20,000. That's up from $5,000. And lastly, a few weird chat GPT mishaps have been in the news recently. Brian Hood, the mayor of Australia's Hepburn Shire, may sue chat GPT, saying that he went to prison for bribery, which was not true. He was only the whistleblower in that scandal. And chat GPT also named a law professor in a sexual harassment scandal that never actually happened. It cited a Washington Post article that did not exist. So some issues with chat GPT sourcing there. And speaking of digital manipulation, our main story today is about influencers. Influencers have long been under the gun for doing all kinds of nefarious things. They feed us filtered images, promote unrealistic body standards, and they show for products without appropriate disclosures. Juliet, it looks like France is finally going to do something about this. Yes. So this proposed bill is definitely interesting. And there were moments that surprised me while reading it, but... 
all in all, I think it kind of makes sense. So basically, this bill is going to do a couple of things. First off, it's going to define what an influencer is. Mm. Essentially, someone who uses their celebrity to promote goods, services, or causes in digital content in exchange for compensation, whether that's money or just getting something for free. Mm -hmm. And it will apply to both influencers in French who are French and also people abroad who are seeking to target a French audience. Ah, okay. So this could be anyone from, you know, your Kim Kardashian, who's obviously a huge influencer to, you know, a smaller person with fewer followers, like, you know, your fitness, beauty, lifestyle bloggers and gurus. Sure. So there's a couple of things that this would do if passed. First, influencers would have to disclose paid content, okay. paid promotion of cosmetic surgery, and some financial products, including crypto, would be banned entirely. Wow. If an influencer was promoting something that was kind of risky, such as gambling or video games, where gambling is a component, they would have to add a banner. Mm-hmm on that to warn people. And a very interesting one is influencers would be required to label photos and videos where their faces or bodies have been manipulated by editing or filters. Interesting. So anything that would make you seem thinner or have bigger muscles or amazing, perfect, flawless skin, (laughs) you would have to say- Which is like half of Instagram. (laughs) Yes. You'd have to say this photo has been edited. So it seems pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. And the thing that made me do an immediate eyebrow raise was violators could face up to six months in jail or $328,000 in fines, which I was like, that sounds really intense. But, you know, I think when we consider that there have been people who have been connected to these crypto schemes, Ponzi schemes, you know, they're just promoting stuff without disclosures. That makes sense. And it also kind of comes with this idea that, yes, you know, people always say influencing isn't a real job and influencers always say, yes, it is. I work hard to create this content for my fans. Mm -hmm. I'm constantly engaging. And it's like, okay, well, yeah, if influencing is a real job, then it must be held to the same standards as other media or advertisers. So I guess all in all, it, it does kind of make sense that there are some pretty strict penalties for this stuff. Yeah. Some of this is fairly in line with the Federal Trade Communications guidelines mm-hmm. in the United States. You know, the FTC has pretty strict rules about deceptive ads on Instagram, for instance, and they cracked down on that a few years back. But what stands out to me here is the sort of banning of filters and, you know, photo editing and manipulation. That's something that we haven't seen as much crackdown on in the United States. Let's drill into that part of it a little bit. Why are they going after the filters in particular? I think there's two pretty large reasons, one of which being you have these people that look like they're superhuman. They're, you know, extremely attractive in ways Mm -hmm. that are just simply unattainable. And you have people looking at this and feeling bad about themselves. Studies have shown young social media users, their mental health and self-esteem is negatively impacted by looking at social media, can cause eating disorders, extreme dieting. People are interested in getting plastic surgery, so they look more like a filtered person and not a real person. The Guardian actually reported in 2019 on something called Snapchat dysmorphia, which was a term coined by a cosmetic doctor. People would come in and be like, I want to look the way that I look in this filter. So give me big lips, absolutely chiseled jawbone. But some of these things are simply unattainable. You cannot just get bigger eyes, for example. So we have a lot of mental health issues going on with people trying to look like something or someone and it's simply impossible. Also, I feel like you see a lot of these influencers promoting fitness, beauty, wellness, lifestyle, for example. And let's say you have a person who's a beauty influencer Mm -hmm. and they are going to tell you their entire skincare routine. And they go through the list of products that they use every day, some of which they are being paid to promote. 
and you see them and you're like, wow, this person has great, clear, healthy skin. It looks like they have absolutely no pores, no wrinkles. <laughs> I'm going to buy all of these products and I'm going to use them on my face. Right. Well, people have pores and blemishes. Yeah. And if this person is using a filter and saying, this is what my skin looks like. And then also this is my skincare routine. It really is false advertising because there's right. no product that you can buy, no amount of money you can spend to not have pores anymore. And I think that's what we're seeing. We're seeing people who are getting fillers, manipulating their photos to look a certain way that simply cannot be achieved by diet, exercise, gym, fashion, products, whatever. Mm. And yet they're also selling those things. Right. Yeah. The example you just named could be a triple whammy. It could be the promotion of a product that's not disclosed. It could be false advertising. And it could also sort of have some of that psychological mm -hmm. implications for, you know, young teens who are using these apps a lot. Right. Yeah, this bill really seems to go a step further than anything we've seen. Obviously, you know, as we said, the false advertising stuff has been under scrutiny for a long time. And I feel like everyone has complained about photo filtration and unrealistic mm -hmm. standards on Instagram. But this is really the first bill that I've seen or that I know of that has really gone after this kind of digital deception. So Norway did pass a similar photo editing law in 2021. Oh, interesting. But it doesn't sound like it was as broad as what's going on in France. And it's not clear to me at this time if Norway has experienced an uptick in mental health or, or what this has actually done. There are some experts who say that Regulations like this do not address the root cause of why we all have body image issues in the sure. first place. So maybe it wouldn't help if someone saw a photo that said edited on it. Maybe it would sure. draw more attention, like they would spend more time trying to figure out exactly where that manipulation occurs. Mm -hmm. I know we talk a lot about the effect of influencers on people, but it is a well-known fact that celebrities, including musicians and film stars, they are often held themselves to these unattainable body standards. If you get cast in a Marvel movie, if you read the diets and personal training regimen those people have to go through, it is absolutely bonkers. Yeah. So these influencers who are also, you know, putting themselves out there, they may say to themselves, oh, I can't manipulate my photo anymore. So I'm just going to go get two ribs removed and go on an extreme diet. Jesus. <laughs> I'm just being extreme here. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. these are the types of procedures that people have gone through to look a certain right. way. Yeah. What you just said reminded me of something else. Mm -hmm. I mean, more broadly, like advertising in general outside of Instagram, I mean, you know, People on billboards are airbrushed. Right. People in magazines are airbrushed. Right. Is France doing anything about the broader advertising space outside of social media? That is a great question. And I'm really not sure. Yeah. I think to a certain extent, when you watch the Academy Awards and someone comes out and you think, oh my gosh, they look incredible. You know that because they're a rich person, they probably have a team of dietitians, right. personal trainers, hair, makeup, whatever. Like they have an entire team of people whose job is to make that person look good. Right. And right. I think with influencers, you have less of that where you think like, oh, that's just an ordinary person. So why can't I look like her? Totally true. Yeah. Like when I see a Hollywood star in a magazine, I don't really feel as bad. I'm just like, all right, that person's like exceptionally good looking. Like they're a Hollywood star. But I guess there is this idea that people on social media are like us. Mm -hmm. They're like, you know, commoners. <laughs> so it's just like, these are real people like us out there. You know, we have this idea that Instagram is real life. Right. And Hollywood is not. Yeah. And I feel like you see celebrities being praised for being real. Mm -hmm. Like if Jennifer Lawrence tomorrow was like, this is me with no makeup. Everyone would be like, wow, she's so real. <laughs> you know, but influencers, it's yeah. like. I think not so much anymore, but I think when they first started posting on Instagram, you expected that they were sharing their real life, but then you find out that they're actually like very carefully curating everything around them. Right. 
and there's like this new nefarious thing that's going on where it's like someone will post a picture of themselves without makeup and say like, look at who I am. I'm bearing it all for you. Mm-hmm. But it's like those photos are still manipulated right. too. And then they so. have a filter on, but also their eyebrows were microbladed <laughs> right. and they have eyelash extension <laughs> right. and they got right. cosmetic tattooing on their lips and fillers. So actually that's not what they look like. And I am a proponent of doing whatever you want to do cosmetically and whatever you want to look like, fine. I just think like there is something to pretending that this is all natural and this is just how you get (laughs) emerged into the world. I have a friend who had a procedure called a BBL, a Hmm. Brazilian butt lift. For those of you who don't know what it is, they basically take all the fat from your midsection and put it in your butt. So you emerge with a small waist and a big butt. And if you want to do that, I think that's totally fine. But I have noticed sometimes on her photos, someone will say, how did you get your body to look like that? Sure. Sure. And she will say, well, this is what I eat. This is what I do in the gym. But most importantly, most importantly, I paid X amount of money to have a plastic surgeon do this. (laughs) Okay. Well, at least she admits it. Yeah. So she's like, these are the things I do to maintain these results. But you need to know that I had a plastic surgeon do this and my butt would not look like this if that had not happened. Yeah. Does it look good in person? I really don't know. They moved away and then they got the BBL and I have not seen them in real life since. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The reason I ask is like, as you said, like a lot of these surgeries are specifically tailored for like photographs, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. They're specifically done to capture you at like a certain angle Mm -hmm. or like selfie mode or something. And then it's like, it might look different in real life or something. Well, perhaps I have a unique perspective on this because I live in Los Angeles. Oh yeah. (laughs) uh, I have seen people who have had what I would say are very obvious plastic surgeries. Uh And I've seen people who I can tell just had a lot of work done and it does look a little odd in real life. They kind of have like... (laughs) Almost an alien appearance, which may be the vibe they're going for. And if that is the case, that's cool. (laughs) But sometimes, yes, I can definitely tell it does not look natural. They probably look more realistic in photos than they do in real life. I've seen people get things where it almost feels like it would interfere with their daily life. Yeah. Like implants so large that (laughs) I feel like it would be hard to do stuff. I'm not very judgmental about it, but I just feel like, yes, I've seen it. And I think if you are feeling pressured to do those things because of what you're seeing on the internet and you think that is what you need to look like to be attractive to other people, that's where I think there's a problem. 100%. Yeah. Well, if France's law is going to come to the United States, I think L.A. would be a natural place to start. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I think I think it definitely would would hammer into you because you come to L.A., you may be an influencer, but there is a lot of crossover with Hollywood and you've got people going into auditions being told you need to be skinnier. You need to look more like this. And I feel like if we had more of a natural push, even in Hollywood and with models, we would maybe see that trickle down to us regular people as well. Sure. All right. Thanks, Juliet. That's going to do it for us today. And thank you all for tuning into The Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today was Robert Hartwig. Our executive producer was Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, go get yourself signed up over at thehustle.co slash email. And we will catch y'all next week.
Hey, everybody. Let me tell you about this great podcast that's available right now. Creator Science, hosted by Jay Klaus, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, which is the audio destination for business professionals. Creator Science goes behind the scenes with today's top creators. Through narrative interviews, Jay Klaus explores how creators like Tim Urban, James Clear, Tori Dunlap, and Cody Sanchez are building their audiences today. And by learning how these creators make a living with their art and creativity, Creator Science can help you gain tools and confidence to do exactly the same. I was actually listening to an episode recently where Jay had on Dr. K, who is a Harvard psychiatrist. And Dr. K helps a lot of creators with performance, burnout, and dealing with a lot of negative feedback online. It's a great hour of conversation with Dr. K, where Dr. K really breaks down what it means to be a creator today and the burnout that a lot of creators do experience and what to do when you get that burnout, because you will. And you can listen to Creator Science wherever you get your podcasts, and I definitely suggest it. Listen to Creator Science wherever you get your podcasts.